0: Yo what home girls, what's up, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loka Online Talk Radio Show. This is your hostess, Miss Crazy, checking in on this fine Thursday, March 24th. Yes. You guys, I really have to take a breather because yet again I am faced with feeling unready, unprepared. I don't know. I do think it was because of the two years that I didn't do shows. Que me saqué toda de onda, like my body just, you know, is like, what the fuck is going on? We don't like this. <laughs> we don't like this much commotion. Pero pues tiene uno que trabajar y chingarle. But before we get into today's conversation, let me go ahead and give you a quick rundown in case you are new here. Thank you for joining me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for sticking around through all this craziness. We're in episode, I don't know, 50 something, 60. So it's been, it's been a journey. But before we begin, let me go ahead and give you a quick rundown of all my social media links. can check me out mostly on twitter where i'm usually at under miss crazy m-s-k-r-a-z-i-e and on instagram under hello loca and my shop on there which is shop hello loca no spaces no nothing all together the website where you can find pretty ass jewelry for my pretty ass homegirls and homeboys hello loca.com and my music website misscrazy.com which also you can find all my music available on every platform just type in miss crazy my facebook which is the only verified miss crazy page on facebook and i have tiktok i have um snapchat as well uh if you go to my bio on my instagram there is a link right there and that takes you to a page that has all of my social media links so you could add me everywhere but i'll let you know on here just in case because i know we like things i you know, real fast. You can add me on Snapchat under tu home Girl. That's T-U, homegirl. All together, which means your homegirl. And then also on TikTok. My TikTok is Hello helloloka. And I have a TikTok exclusively for my plants because I am a plant parent as well, you guys. I started the whole plant stuff last year. But we will get into that on another episode. But my plant TikTok is Hello Plants Altogether. It's just about my plants, you guys. Don't go in there trying to find any cheese mint. It's just about my plants. You know, I treat my plants like if they were my pets. And yeah. And then my my TikTok, the Hello Loca one, I only have one video up on there, but I promise you guys I will try to upload a whole lot more on there this weekend you know this weekend that i'm gonna be out of town That i'm gonna be going to dallas and houston and then next weekend the weekend after this that i'm gonna be going to minnesota right minneapolis minnesota and yes okay you guys so without further ado and remember if this cuts off for whatever reason Or it sounds like it's ending already and I haven't said goodbye. It's because somebody's trying to call me and it disrupts this thing. And then I have to do like a part two. So just wait and it'll start playing by itself, okay? I know ghetto, you guys. But as always, these episodes are unedited, unrehearsed, whatever comes, comes. And that is, you know, the way I wrote. Okay, you guys, without further ado, I wanted to make this episode, and I was about to say this quick episode. I always say that, but then they always end up running, you know, more. To talk some shit. To talk some shit to ourselves as girls. Why? Because, I don't know, you guys. Somos pinche cosita especial. Let me tell you why, why I'm feeling some type of way. I no, la pinche garganta. I think it's because I talk so much when I'm on here, and usually I'm not saying one word, (laughs) you know, (laughs) throughout the entire day that my throat is like, bitch, slow the fuck down, what the fuck is going on, but yeah, let me clear my throat, hold on, you guys, because I have some water here, I know, que vergüenza, you guys, every time this happens, no hay unión de pinche esconder la cara, but yes, getting back into subject. I wanted to bring that up because look, so I went on a website and I posted a question, you know, uh, not as Miss Crazy, just, you know, as myself. And the question, I don't have it in front of me because of course your homegirl over here deleted it because, you know, I had, other stuff that i needed to do on that website so i couldn't have that post up <clears throat> sounding like a hot ass mess when i was trying to do some other stuff business related okay so i posted a question and the question was like this is a serious question um i wanted to know how you girls handle having home girls like actual homegirl homegirls i'm not talking about A girl that you talk to online. I'm not talking about a homegirl that you have at school, you have at work, that you see at school, that you see at work. Or that, you know, she invites you uh, clubbing one weekend and you go out with her and all this stuff. No. I'm talking about the close homegirls that actually go to your house often. That are around you and your family like on a personal level. You guys know what I'm talking about. Those type of, you know, unyei mugre type of homegirls. How do you guys handle having homegirls that are that close when it comes to your men? Like you bringing them over to your home to your sacred space that often without tripping on your man is there and he's coming across this girl super often and and the reason why I'm I'm talking about this you guys is because of that it's cuz to me it might be that typical saying because that's what I was gonna say, but maybe you guys never heard it, you know, or or very few of you guys heard it, or maybe all of you guys heard it. I don't know. It depends how you were raised, but I was raised with you don't bring another female into your home, you know, and 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 then they would add like porque el diablo es diablo, and it's true, you know. I've known. <clears throat> You know, fingers crossed, knock on wood. This has never happened to me directly. You know, many things have happened to me directly. You guys already know. But not this. But I have seen it happen to other people. You know, from friends to, you know, even family. You bring another person to your house super often because she's your home girl and all the time she's over at your house and you're inviting her everywhere you guys are going you know even when you go out with your man or whatever the heck and she's always basically at your house or she's needed a place to stay and she asked you can you know can I stay over at your pad and then one week became two you know like that And then next thing you know, you guys, the girl comes home from work and she finds her man and her friend fucking, or problems just start in the house, and then you get left, and then next thing you know, your ex is with that homegirl, or you know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. That's that's part one of it, okay. Part one. Part two is how do you handle your self-esteem? when it comes to that you know of my question that was that was what I had written on that website um I don't remember the exact words I used you guys but that's what I was trying to say is like okay how do you handle bringing a really close quote-unquote home girl over your house around your man but uh, but at the same time what if this girl's like really pretty how do you how does your self-esteem handle that Do you compare yourself to her? Is it like, you know, do you feel kind of like some type of way? You know, I mean, she's your homegirl, but at the same time, like, you have to be a little bit more careful with your man or what? Or do you just have ugly ass homegirls? You know? And that was my question was, like, I wanted to know what these girls thought. And the comments that I received, they weren't shocking. Okay. They weren't shocking because I've, I've been new that this is the way we are as girls because the majority of girls that I have come around are like that. There's been a few, like the home girls that have gone to my sad girl seminars, which are a little bit more open about their flaws and open about the struggles in their relationships and open about their self-esteem issues, about their trust issues, their confidence stuff, than most. Because I feel like the majority of of us girls, we're super guarded to where we don't like showing anything like that because then we are weak and then people are going to use that against us and then blah, blah, you know, stuff. And that's exactly what happened in those comments. I think probably out of like, I don't know how many comments there was, but there was plenty. So say there was like 30 comments. Out of 30 comments, I can say that maybe one girl, for sure I can say one girl, that one girl actually understood where I was coming from. And the rest were like, Oh my God, I wish I would have kept the post up so that I could read to you guys the comments, but I needed, it, I really needed to delete it because I was dealing with some other business stuff and I didn't want that post that I made to be linked to me over here handling some business and me over here being like some insecure ass bitch. You know what I mean? So I had to delete it, but not before I read all the comments, you know, and A lot of the comments were, I don't want to say the word bashing me, but bashing me. (laughs) Meaning, I, I don't, they weren't being mean. I don't think most of them were being mean. I think most of them were just keeping it real based on maybe the way they are. But it was ruthless, you guys. Um. A lot of them were very true. I'll tell you that. Uh, Because I know, I know the truth. We all know the truth sometimes of our questions, you know? If I was to be on the outside looking in and I read that question, the first thing I'm gonna think is what an insecure ass bitch. Number one, she must be ugly as fuck. Number two, like, she can't trust her man around her homegirls. Like what, you know, what's going on there? Trust issues, red flag. Like what the fuck are you doing, girl? Like, you know, know your worth. <laughs> All that stuff, which is true. It's true. You know, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you guys either. You guys know that I know right is, when right is right and wrong is wrong. Otra cosa es de que me quiera ser pendeja sometimes because it hurts less. You know? but i know you know that that they were that they were coming from a good place that the things that these girls were saying were were facts but what i also picked up from all of these comments was a sense of oh i would never Oh, I have never been in that position. Oh, I have never thought about this. Oh, I have never tripped out on, you know, a girl around my man. Oh, I have like that kind of like vibe. And, and I think that is, that is where I come in. I think that is my purpose. I think that is why God has me here to this day. Because I'm able to understand both sides of the equation. I'm able to understand the girls that know better. The girls that are lucky enough to know their worth. The girls that, you know, that are, are at least trying, you know, to live by those teachings, but I also know the girls that actually break down at the thought and that have all these insecurities and wear the, their heart on their sleeves and know the stuff they should do, but it's it's heartbreaking to do. It hurts more it hurts more, more to do it than not to. You know, like that. So that is also why I thank God. And I know this sounds like unbelievable, but for some of the experiences or all of the experiences that I have gone to when it when it has come to heartbreak um, in relationships. Because thanks to that stuff, you guys, I've been able to. Relate to other people that I would have not been able to relate to had I not gone through that. And let me tell you, guys, right now, you know, on a quick little story time, one of these situations that happened recently to show you what I'm talking about. And then we'll get back to the whole question, comment stuff. So a person that I know she was having issues with her significant other and no this person that i know is not me <laughs> if it was me i would tell you guys but um you'll see right now so this person had been having problems with her significant other and you know long story short hit, shit hit the fan and she caught him cheating and he actually admitted that he was cheating And not only that, but that he had fallen in love with this other girl that he was, that he had been cheating with and, you know, basically wanted to be with her. And the thing is that, you know, the place where they're living is under both of their names and he doesn't want to get out. He wants her to get out. And she wants him to get out. And he's not going anywhere. He's already made it more than clear to her. And, you know, when I was talking to her, I told her, you know, don't let yourself. Don't let yourself be ran out of your own home. Don't let yourself be put out. And for you to be out there struggling, trying to find what homegirl's going to let you live with her, you know, or trying to, to hit up all your family and asking them can i sleep on your couch they don't have any kids thank god you guys but still the fact that she would be out there rolling around trying to find a place to live after she has worked her ass off you know for what they have because it hasn't just been him you know and at the same time, she's heartbroken because this is not what she wanted. This wasn't in her plans. He wants to end the relationship, not her. You know, she even told him, like, let's go to therapy or whatever. Let's work it out. And he says no. I mean, that shit is fucking heartbreaking, you guys. Okay. But the thing is that then, you know, when I was telling her all of that, because I have I have had other homegirls that have been through similar situations, And they just didn't want to be dealing with the bullshit. They didn't want to be dealing with the hassle of like going through the legal system when they were separating. And they just threw their hands up in the air and said, fuck that. I don't want to deal with this. Just, you know, I don't care. Just keep whatever and bye. I'm out. You know, because to not deal with all the shit. And then they ended up going around finding where to live going through shit because they let the guy basically win you know like they they just didn't have that fight in them and when that happened to them I would be like oh my god like if only she should you know she should have done this she should have done that because I would see how hard she would be having it And I would get mad that the guy was all comfortable, you know, with the car, with the pad, with the business or whatever. While she was out here struggling because she just threw her hands up in the air and didn't want to fight for for her legal stuff, you know, because legally she was entitled to it. So I didn't want this homegirl to go through the same thing. So I told her like, no, you know, um, you make sure, just make sure that whatever you do is that you do not step one foot out of that place. If he wants to go, he needs to go and live his best life over there with that bitch. But you, that's your home. You know, and... Like, probably... I would say a week later. A week later. My husband and I get into it. We have this big argument... Uh, because you know, just a dumb ass fucking insecurities on my part. You know, like when fucking your man is, you guys are out at the mall and you do some dumb shit, like feel insecure, and then you start just trying to make problems. You know, you're in public and you're, and you're trying to make problems just because I don't know, you just do, you're a girl. <laughs> And I don't know, just any little thing, like you just blow it out of proportion. Like he doesn't want to buy you something and all of a sudden, oh, but you don't want to buy me this, but you're wasting money on this. Or for example, um, you see a pretty girl coming and right away you tell him, you better not look at her. And you just, you know, bringing out problems because of like your own insecurities. So... We had like an argument and when we got home, it was the silent treatment, you know, it was the silent treatment from him towards me and from me towards him. And I knew like pretty um, quick after the argument that I had fucked up, that I had made a big out of nothing so he went away he went away he went ahead and went to work and like went to work didn't even say bye nothing okay so like two three hours pass and I know that it's like sometime around his break time so there I go you know because this has usually been me lately like when i fuck up you guys lately especially i acknowledge it as you know i could do it sooner but you know i just point blank period i acknowledge it even if it's a few hours afterwards and i don't like going to sleep mad i don't like going to sleep owing something to someone when it comes to apologies or just hard feelings whatever anything negative i like to clear shit up before because you just never know and you're one here one second and gone the next and you just don't want to leave the earth with that impression as your last so i sent him a text and i told him you know what like yada yada yadi and i'm sorry and i love you bitch not one fucking word not one text, not one call. An hour passed, two hours passed, three, four, five, six—nothing. Okay, I had to go to sleep already, and um, you know it was almost time for him to come out. I know he had he had worked late. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. He had work late, the late schedule that specific day. And I like, I try to like put the kids to bed early so that in the morning it's not a struggle and they wake up refreshed and they don't wake up tired. Because I know that when I wake up super early and I haven't slept the way I feel. So, you know, around seven, eight o'clock it's bedtime. And so, even though, you know, that was, that was still not too, too late. Physically, you guys, and emotionally, I was exhausted because of what had happened. I just wanted to, like, put my phone on silent and call it a night. So, that's what I did. And... In the morning when I woke up, you know, he was already home and everything, but I looked at my phone and there was no call. There was no text, you know, and, and it hurt, you know, it hurt because it reminded me and it brought me back to those times when we were separated big trauma you guys if you know me you already know about that trauma and you know when you're waiting for for a phone call that never comes when you're waiting for a text that never comes when it would I would have a notification of you know somebody else texting me and then I would look at it thinking it was his and it wasn't that feeling that ugly fitting feeling on the bottom of your stomach of like but it felt ugly, you guys. Like, I can't explain how this time was different than, than like, maybe uh whatever. Oh, he didn't text me. No, this was different. This hit different. And, and then that whole day, it was like the silent treatment still. And I couldn't understand what was going on because to me you know i had gotten over it why why couldn't he get over it you know like stuff like that but of course you know we are no one to force the way that's how fast somebody's supposed to get over something or whatever so the thing is you guys that that those whole two days were the worst okay because it was like living with someone that you love I don't want to say but you can't talk to because that wasn't the thing let me try to find the words you guys living with some living with somebody that you love that doesn't love you even though you know fingers crossed that it was only because he was mad or whatever but because of course you know we've since fixed that issue but at the time it was like that it was like living with somebody at the time at those two days were like living with someone Like that. And it was at that moment, you guys, that I understood why it was so wrong of me to feel like that about a girl that just gives everything up and leaves. How it was so wrong of me to be telling her, don't be dumb. Don't let him win. When she's going through this daily right now. When she is living in a home where the guy is straight out telling her, I don't love you anymore. I have a new bitch. And look, I'm even talking to her in front of you on the phone. Can you imagine the pain and there I am telling her, you better not leave, girl. You better not leave. See, yo being right here in the same, you know, room, and all he's doing is watching TV but just not talking to me. I'm dying. Could you imagine... Him sitting right here FaceTiming some other bitch. Telling her how beautiful she is. How, you know, all he wants to do to her and all this stuff. And, and I'm across, you know, over there just listening. And I'm not supposed to feel nothing. And I have to stay there because, you know, no. Maybe sometimes it is better for, for your mental health and your, your soul too. You know, to give up that fight. I don't know, you know, to each their own, you guys. But one thing that I was wrong about was about that. And when I went through that experience, it made me see that. And it made me see how it was so wrong for me to do that and say that. You know, so right away, like after that happened, like I hit her up and I told her the exact same thing I'm telling you guys right now. You know, so so I know that God makes me go through stuff so that I can realize you know, maybe if I'm doing something wrong. And and that's you know, those are our learning experiences definitely that life throws at you. But um but back to the whole question comment stuff. I what I got out of all the comments was if I was a girl seriously going through some shit and I'm posting and I'm reading all these all, I'm getting all these comments from girls like that I'm gonna feel alone. I'm gonna feel alone I'm gonna feel stupid I'm gonna feel um, whatever you want to call it unaccepted. I'm going to feel weird. I'm going to feel out like an outcast. I'm going to feel like I can't tell anybody anything else when I have an issue because that's the way they're going to think that I am a dumb bitch. It wasn't an approachable vibe that I was getting from anyone on those comments. And now I'm not saying that we have to be Um, what's that word? Um, alcahuetas. In English, I don't know what it is, you guys. It's basically, um, girls that are supporting something they know is wrong, whatever. No, I I don't mean you have to be like that. But there are words. There are words to where you can use. I mean, if you are the type that would never do, you know, not never this, never that. Which I do believe there is. You know girls that are like that. And they're blessed to be like that. I will always say it. But I was able to see. Why a lot of girls keep their feelings to themselves. When it comes to dishing them to other homegirls. Or to other females in general. Because we judge. And we judge hardcore. And I feel like. If we were all a little bit more real with ourselves and actually admitted to our own flaws, it would be a better, a whole better thing between us homegirls. You know, maybe you haven't gone through that, but you've gone through other shit that people would consider you being a dumb bitch for. Be sympathetic. Try to remember the flaws that you've had. Try to remember the stuff in your relationship that is embarrassing, that you don't want to share with anybody else because if they knew, you would be, you know, just a girl that lets him run all over her and and she's like the mat that he steps all over and all this and that. And that is why, another reason why I will never hide the fact that i feel that i hurt that love has been fucking hardcore to me and that it is what it is it is not bragging about sadness it is not because i remember one time somebody said something like that well aren't you guys when we were talking about like the sad girl seminar they were like well aren't you guys bragging about being you know sad girls and i said no i'm like we just choose to to not be yet another person putting our own selves down for it. Like, what are we gonna do? Do what everybody else does, and and you know, put our own selves down. Glamorizing. There you go. That's what that's what he said. The word glamorizing it. And I know that it might make you feel vulnerable. And that no, you don't have to, you know, tell the whole world what you and your man go through or the ups and downs you guys have. No, but just when you come across a homegirl that is going through drama like that or, you know, whatever, or asking a question for advice or whatever, like how I was asking. Think about those moments and, you know, just try to To answer accordingly, you know, I, if I would have seen that question and I was, you know, another person, I would say like, oh my God, girl, like I thought I was the only one that family told her that, you know, growing up, like you never bring another bitch into your home. But, you know, I know that most of those comments were well intended there was you know a big a big part of those comments was like girl, you know, you need some help because that's, you know, has to do with your mental state. Like, you can't be living like that. Like, you need to seek help for yourself first and you need to seek help and mental help and help and mental help. Like, a big part of the comments was about that. Another part was like, you need to leave that relationship. Obviously, you don't trust them. You need to leave. You need to leave. leave, You need to leave. Like, you know, um, and, you know, and another big part was, like, girls saying, I would never allow this. I would never, you know, allow myself to be in a relationship where I can't trust them. I would never, you know, be dumb to, to not want to bring a girl over or, or be some type of way and not let her stay with me. Like, you know, that's my girl and all this and that. And, and I get it we're all raised different, we all have our own insecurities, some girls might not have the same insecurities that you have, and they can't relate, I get it, but you know, you guys know what I'm trying to say, and, and I'm glad that I posted that, because I was able to see that, yeah, you know, that, that, is, that is why I will continue to do what I do and why i want to do the sad girl seminars again because i do feel like a lot of us need a space where we can we can talk about the stuff that's not instagram perfect when it comes to our relationships and find other girls that can relate and will not judge because they too are on the same boat and not feeling alone is the emotion that i want to transfer in all of this. I don't want you guys to feel alone. I don't want to feel alone. Shit, I felt hella alone, you guys, when these those two days that, that shit was going on. I felt like, who could I talk to? You know? It sucked. But okay, you guys, I just wanted to say that before I forgot because I did, you know, when I put that question, I was like, I'm going to make a podcast about this uh, episode because this shit is, you know, juicy. Pero, yeah. I'm going to let you guys go now because I have to finish getting my stuff together. I leave for Dallas tonight. And before it gets way too late and I end up in the same situation as I did the last time all I'm prepared I have to get the house stuff here ready for my kids because remember they still have school tomorrow and I still don't know what I'm gonna wear to these shows by the way if you are in the Dallas area tomorrow I'm gonna be at Opium Eye Club in Arlington and on March 26th I am going to be in Houston Texas at Los Corrales South you can find these shows and all my upcoming shows on my Instagram. I have all the flyers up there with all the details, and you can get tickets by going to quintosol.com. We have general admission and VIP. So, yeah, let me go ahead and do that, you guys, because I still, like I said, I don't know what I'm going to wear, and I still haven't finished making my press on nail sets. Yeah. You know, so, a ver que. Orale pues, this is your homegirl Miss Crazy checking out. Se me cuidan, have a bomb ass weekend al ratos.